Welcome to episode 25 of the Throwdown Thursday podcast. That's right. This is our quarter century mark. 75 more of these and we've got 100. That's right. That's good math. Minor milestone here. And I am joined, because if you don't know who I am, I will tell you right now. I am Patsy the Angry Nerd. Um, I am joined by a young lady who refuses, even though she uses the phrase for somebody else, she refuses to say that I am soft and beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, Agent Nicole. (laughs) What the fuck was that? You said that my cat was soft and beautiful, but you won't say it about me. Because you're not soft and beautiful. Yeah, that's not accurate. Oh, quick comeback. (laughs) Shut up. You're getting coal for Christmas. Yeah. I, I've been told. Yeah. I got you were mean once. to me. Yeah. Then by that rationality, everyone on the planet should be getting coal for being mean to me. It's in your name. You're Nick Cole. Yeah. So there. Shut up the fuck up. You shut up the fuck up. Speaking of shutting up the fuck up, the lady who coined that phrase is here. <laughs> <laughs> She is the real housewife of Transylvania. She is the mistress of Merlot. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I just came up with that. In the bathroom, too? No, I came up with my science fact. <laughs> Apparently, Patrick is coming up with a lot of things in the bathroom. Oh, hey now. <laughs> oh, is that why it took you so long? Oh, that's why it didn't take me that long. A little pre-show pep talk? Yeah. You can do it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, Ashes Von Nightmare. Hello, everybody. I am back. Yep. She uh, successfully battled the face hugger and uh, now no longer has to uh, be worried about battling the face hugger. Did you, did you miss me? I did. I did. Aww. Wait, you weren't here? <laughs> uh, we are also, of course, Shut up the fuck up, joined Patrick. by the producer extraordinaire. Mr. Johnny Wolfenstein. I had a run in with a face hugger once. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's it. Oh. <laughs> that was a great this story. This is a story. He yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just said, hey, and walked by. I said, hey, you know, it was cool. Yeah, there was nothing, you know, like, you know, <laughs> you know there was no physical altercation. He no. was like, hey, no. what's going on? He was really nice, actually. Well, you know, he knew he, who he was fucking with. He was wearing a top hat and had a cane. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. <laughs> Did he just come from a show? Yes, I think At so. At a diner? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, today, and uh, because we're getting close to uh, Xmas. Uh, Xmas! Oh, wait. Wrong, oh, sorry. Yeah, wrong, yeah. wrong show. <laughs> oh, close. Close. <laughs> X-Play. We're, uh, we're getting close to, uh, to Xmas, and... Uh, We've decided to concentrate on some. Why do they call character. it Xmas? Well, because the X is for extreme. X is for extreme. And uh, extreme mass. Yes, like Massachusetts. So we uh, we were discussing the show off the air earlier, and I will say that uh, to Agent Nicole, it is pronounced Krampus, not Crumpets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did have some drinks. Yeah, uh, for some reason, uh, Ash has decided, hey, Nicole, drink some of the sangria that I made and is 
super strong. And Nicole's like, okay. Uh, that recipe that you will uh, you'll actually get later on uh, the show. So stay tuned, kids. But we're, we're bringing it to a party this weekend. Yes, along with some Harambe wine. <laughs> Dicks out. <laughs> what Sweet. the fuck? Do you have to like inherently dump some out from from my dead homie? Like, <laughs> well, you- the, the the label has a tipped over chair, and I think that's for uh, mm. you know, kind of like the uh, like you know the symbolic you know no one can sit here type thing. So, and uh, the the gorilla on the bottle actually like turns is like turned over to you. It looks very similar to a uh, recent Time magazine cover. Very actually, now that you mention it, (laughs) although the gorilla looks way more intelligent, and the gorilla looks a little classier too. But I digress. And gorillas fling feces, so that just gives you an idea of what we're talking about. Well, one one (laughs) slings it verbally. Yes. 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 Um. But we are going to discuss a beloved character some of you might know as, what's his name? He's a little great. The Grundle? (laughs) (laughs) The fuck? Oh, Seth Grundle? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) The Grundle fly? (laughs) So, no, we are going to discuss the uh, Grinch, you know, ranging from the 1966 version portrayed by Boris Karloff to the 2000 something 2000 2000 yeah, you're rendition right. starring uh, Mr. Jim Carrey to the 2018 version starring Benedict Cumberbunch as the Grinch Benedict Cumbergrinch Benedict Cumberdick I don't I don't know just stop no, you just stop. Stop. So we're going to talk about that. We are going to also talk about when we learned that certain people... Santa wasn't real. Oh, I was going to say, I wasn't sure if it was when we learned Santa or Jesus wasn't real. Well, what's that? What's that George Carlin quote? Which one? About the age of reason. Oh, yeah. I was a Catholic until I reached the age of reason. Um, so we're going to be discussing that today because uh, we find that. Uh, well, you know, going in in with the theme of the Grinch, you know, Grinch is kind of like the anti-Christmas. Well, at least the anti-Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I am going to, uh, for everyone who loves the Grinch, I'm going to thoroughly destroy your view of the of that character as well as the who who's whores. The, the whores? That's what the 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 the, whore, whore, the whores down in Horsville. The whores. You <laughs> oh have to God. say it like Danny Danny uh, DeVito on uh, on uh, Always Sunny. The whores. The whores. The whores. Like who are you going to see? Like whore. Okay, can we get into this discussion now? So, um, Agent Nicole. Yes. When did you stop believing? Well, I was also going to say we have some feedback from a brand new listener introduced to us by our good friend. Well, I mean, you you, you just kept fucking talking and talking and talking. He never It's a fucking radio show. Well, yeah, but you know what? Other people can talk too. So, uh, yeah, no one needs to listen to you. Moving right along, Agent Nicole. Yes. Unbelievable. It's a hostile you. week of podcasting. <laughs> yeah, so if this is your first episode... It's the energy in this room. I every episode it. is like I this. I feel it. 
I think, yeah, it's I like think the there's some negative re- zone I, I, here. Oh some residual hate from Trick or Treat Radio. <laughs> oh my God, that first we, we hour. Need to, I believe we need to sage this after, after <laughs> yes, every Yes, I think you're right, yeah. <laughs> After every podcast, among other things, I was saying, Wolfie, <laughs> Wolfie, you know, you know somebody that could come uh, cleanse this, don't you? I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> might have to give her a little ringy dingy. A ringy dingy. Yeah, that's uh, what they used to call phone calls before you could set phones on silent. Oh, I was thinking of hostess treats. Oh, mm. Mm, ring dings. Ooh, king dongs. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking of. <laughs> they're like ring dings, but they had like the little weird. But guy they're on. bigger and they hurt more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So anyways, uh, Agent Nicole, <laughs> when did you reach the age of reason, and when did your parents tell you that Jesus wasn't real? Kingdom. <laughs> I'm going to look it up, and I'm going to post pictures. That's the start. Please don't post pictures. Wait, is that one of the things that one of your that your friend sells? Yes. Parties? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, give me a second. I need, I need a moment to recover. I don't know if I could follow up to Patrick King Dong. I would say Patrick wishes he had a King Dong. Hey, whatever. You you hung around. <laughs> okay. What does this say right there? Oh, God. What? what no. This? What are you doing? Right there. I'm it, pulling it, up it, the picture. King Dong. I, I pronounced the G. I was, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is a King Dong. I was King actually Dons. hoping to see Don King on the bottom. <laughs> Don King is our friend's dad. What? And his son is Joe King. The first time I met him, I said, you must be Joe King. Uh, and he's like, oh, I've never heard that before. He's 13 and he's eight and a half feet tall. He has to get uh, new shoes every okay, two weeks. Okay, can you shut up the fuck up? I've been waiting for you to respond to when you okay, found out you Jesus wasn't real talking. and doesn't bring you presents. Stop talking. God damn it. Stop talking. Just shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> Damn it. I'm like sitting in Dino's chair and I'm being like, <laughs> All the hatred had to go somewhere. God <laughs> damn it. Okay. Um, well, I was probably about seven or eight when I realized Santa was not real because I was learning how to write in cursive around that time. And <laughs> hold on. Hold on. That's I know. That's reason. <laughs> I noticed that the Santa had the same handwriting as my mom. What does that have to do with you learning cursive? Shut up. <laughs> well, I was tying my shoes and then I realized. Because I was looking around on the Christmas tree and I was wondering why the fuck Santa was leaving gifts already. And then I noticed that Santa was in the same was written in the same handwriting as my mom. So then I brought it up and she said, don't worry about it. <laughs> typical, typical parent response yeah don't just don't worry about it and then i was asking her this is the same year that i got the game boy and i was saying how does santa don't know- get me started on the goddamn okay, game oh, boy the, the, the game that must not be named can we call okay it <laughs> the gaming device that i received i was like how did santa know and i didn't even sent santa a letter yet so she just like don't worry about it so then that's how I how I learned that Santa was not real, because it was my mom. She got your Game Boy. Yes. <laughs> I've seen your mom. Your mom does not have a beard that mighty. But so she, you're saying your mom is literally Santa Claus. Just shut up. Just Wonder, shut up. Wonder just Claus? shut up. Ashes, when, was the, when, when did you learn that Santa was not real? 
so my parents are horrible like they were absolutely <laughs> horrible i was very imaginative as a child so i believed in a lot of things i didn't have an imaginary friend um but if i was like playing by myself i could imagine like other people and you know uh, you, you get where i'm going with it yes. so it was easy for me to believe that certain things existed mm-hmm. um so my parents decided that it was time for me to find out the truth and they sat me down at the kitchen table and they were pretty much yeah so uh santa's not real easter bunny's not real toothberry is not real oh my All god this shit is not real but now now my sister and i are seven years apart so i'm 10 years old at this point my sister's still three so my parents are like, yeah, so we feel that you're too old to believe in all of this shit. So we're telling you that it's not real, but you have to fake to believe it for the sake of your sister. Oh, man. Because she still believes in Santa. I cried. Dude, I was that's... like, I think I was more pissed off that they were like lying to me. And I'm like, you, you, you lied to me. <laughs> you know, like, what do you mean he's not real? Because I mean... We used to get like letters from Santa. Yeah. Like we would, you, you know, we would send letters to Santa. We would receive letters from Santa. I never put the two and two together that Santa's handwriting yeah. kind of matched my dad's, you know? Um, Santa used to always send us a dollar every That's year. Cool. You know, just kind of like, hey, I'm coming, you know, like, here's, here's a dollar. Like, you know, I, I don't was know. Was it your but Christmas like, buck? It was. <laughs> Patrick, okay, side story. So, Patrick has this wonderful aunt who is related on his mother's side. And um, every year for your birthday, she gives you a birthday card with a birthday buck in it and tells the same joke every year. Don't spend it all in one place. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah, but she, you know, when I was a kid, she spent a lot of money on us. Like, we're adults now. She didn't spend any money on me when I was a kid. No, but she was very generous uh, at our wedding. This is true. This is true. I just think it's nice that she, she sends us you know the card and takes the time okay so um yes no that the, the gesture is nice it's and just it's funny that, like, it's just funny to, to make fun of 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 it it's but generally the only alliterative present that we get this is oh. true oh my god turn sorry. off your phone sorry that's the game of thrones theme saying, for has, those has of any, has anyone seen the south park episode like game of thrones episode oh i love that where they're singing the song oh but every God. all the all the words are wieners i had that song stuck in my head for like two weeks it's okay when i when i saw my best friend came back from her her job on at sea the first thing i said we started singing the wiener song that's just our <laughs> thing now wieners bringing people together yeah uh, more ways than one but anyways getting back to santa um yeah that that's how my, my parents just kind of sat me down and just, just said everything was a lie your your life is a lie <laughs> <laughs> your childhood's a lie so um, just like repo man 
Yeah, I'm only living out a lie. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's something that scarred me for life because, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm talking about it right now. And I'm, I don't know if it's just, you know, the energy of the room, but I'm getting a little angry. I think I might have to call my mom after this episode and be like, so, Ma, you remember 20 years ago when you sat me down at the kitchen table? <laughs> Tell me Santa wasn't real. Um, but no, it ended up, you know, being all good. And, uh, you know, I, I um, kept believing in it and stuff until, like, you know. Did your sister, sister get the talk, too? No, no. My parents. Le- See, OK. When you she are- still believes. My. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was the guinea pig child. Um, you, you probably kind of got a little bit of that being an only child, but like when you're the guinea pig child and you have a younger sibling, like your, your parents try to, um, rectify their mistakes with your siblings. So my sister had it so fucking good because (laughs) I, yeah. Yeah, because cause, cause I, I bore the brunt of, of everything. Like, honestly, like, I my can sister, attest to that as the oldest of three. My sister had, like, like, I had to fight for, you know, dyed hair and tattoos and piercings. And, like, my sister can freely go do whatever she wants. And every time she's like, oh, like, I just dyed my hair or, oh, I'm getting another tattoo. I'm like, you're welcome. Like, I broke mom and dad for you. Like, you're welcome. <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> So so anyways yeah she just um she just kind of stopped believing one day like it was just kind of like you know eventually it'll catch up to her and yeah. and, and it mm-hmm. did and you know your friends stopped believing and slowly like Santa just stopped leaving presents under the tree and everything was No Santa still leaves so. presents for me. Oh yeah. so cute. And I'm like really mom. <laughs> but but yeah so so that's my story my parents are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Alongside yet another wiener, yeah so that was that you're welcome everybody <laughs> yeah try getting that out of your head yeah you're welcome for that little sound bite i don't think people ever uh watch the intro the same way again if they nope heard no that. you're gonna hear it every time you watch that show now that's what you're gonna hear this is true so so patrick all right, so here's the thing. I am not called the angry nerd because I don't like science. Oh, fuck. Here we go. And I remember thinking... It's because he was uh, abused by Santa as a child. <laughs> <laughs> he told me to sit on his lap and tell him what I really wanted. Uh, so the problem is... What he really wanted was a King Dog. <laughs> Can you fill my stocking, please? (laughs) 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 The chimney wasn't the only thing Santa was coming down. (laughs) Santa tends to be very orny because he only comes once a year. (laughs) (laughs) Nicole almost spewed her drink. (laughs) 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 Ugh. 
Santa doesn't have any children either. Because he comes down the chimney. <laughs> Can you just please fucking finish your story? <laughs> and we're in middle school again. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody knows that this is how this show goes. Uh, no, I, I, I remember thinking, geez, how fast does Santa actually have to travel? My problem was there was always multiple backstories. It's like every everyone I talked to, like Santa was getting retconned constantly. And it's like, well, how does he, you know, how does he do this? How does he get from this place? And every t- every time you'd watch a a a story or a movie with the uh, origin story of Santa, like, you know, my mom and I went to go see Santa Claus the movie with Dudley Moore and John Lithgow, and there was an origin story for that. Actually, uh, what's his name was in that? Burgess Meredith was in that. And then you have, you know, Santa Claus is coming to town. That's a totally different story. You know, so what was right? And I kept asking my parents, and they couldn't give me a straight answer. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like, he's got to go all around the world. Because nobody told me about different, like, religious backgrounds, and certain people didn't believe in Santa, and this and that. So here I am thinking, he, he's got one night. Some people are like, well, the night doesn't end until Santa delivers all his presents. And I'm like, well, that's stupid. <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And that just seems like lazy writing. And then, you know, other people would say, well, he's magic. I'm like, that's what you said about how the vacuum works. Like, it, that's not the same shit. Like, just because you don't understand something, it's not magic. Like, just say, I don't know. Magic everywhere in this bitch. So I've decided to give you a little uh, science behind santa so when you account for wait so so when did you stop believing did you answer the question uh, or you did not no i'm getting to that okay oh god but i want to give you a little science first it's called a cliffhanger it's what they do in the biz okay <laughs> no one calls the it the biz, biz. <laughs> the biz that's short for business show business okay can you please get to oh your- my god i'm trying if i don't have to stop and explain everything all the time so the fastest man-made object is the Ulysses space probe, and that travels at 24, 27.4 miles per second. To put that into, into perspective, Santa, in order to visit all of the homes, when you account for the census, there's about 72 million children who believe in Santa, uh, 72 million households, you know, and then you have, you know, you have to account that there's probably at least one good child in every home. Santa has to travel 75.5 million miles. Now, he has 31 hours to do this because, if you know, if he's smart, he's going to use the time zones correctly. So he has 31 total hours for Christmas. That means Santa has to move at 650 miles per second. Wiener, or 3,000 times wiener, the speed wiener, of sound. Wiener, 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 floppy wiener. wiener, wiener, wiener you guys can't ask me a question if you don't want an answer. <laughs> Can you just get to the damn point? Well, the point is, you know, I didn't know all these exact facts and figures, and obviously they've changed uh, because as time has gone on, Santas need to travel faster and faster. Now, just as an aside, the average reindeer travels at 15 miles per hour. So, what about well, fl- what, yeah, but what about well I'm short. lying? Reindeer? My uh, chair is 
there, is burning. I'm like raging right now. There are no. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did you say your chair is burning, sweetie? Do you have hemorrhoids? No, I just feel the inner are, dynamo uh, here, just like ready to turn heel. There are no known species of flying reindeer. So sorry. Um, that you know of. So. To, to interject your science fact with another science fact, we have not officially seen and classified every single li- <coughs> every single living organism on this planet. I'm aware of that. Okay, so but so at the same time, reindeer could exist. Yeah, there's been no sightings of them. There's no photographic evidence. I mean, even Bigfoot has you know photographic evidence. And, what and does what does King Dong have to say? King Dong <laughs> says, "I am delicious and cream filled." <laughs> So, you know, obviously I didn't have all these facts and figures, and obviously the numbers, you know, are, are rough estimates. But, uh, yeah, I was, I was young when I realized that. Uh, I was probably around six or seven when I realized that, yeah, Santa's not real because it's just impossible. It's just, so what you you're saying it. is you were a buzzkill as a child. I didn't tell anyone else. <laughs> I didn't ruin it for either of my brothers. You know, I didn't, I didn't say anything specific. What I you was mean just, Santa isn't real? Yeah, I mean, wait, are we talking Santa or Jesus? I knew Jesus wasn't real when, you know, we would leave milk and cookies out for Santa. What we did, we left uh, three nails out for Jesus in case he wanted to put himself up for the night. Uh. (laughs) All I have to say about that is I have left... We have a blast with blasphemy. (laughs) (laughs) Is it really blasphemous if you're not religious? I have left plenty of glasses of water out, and none of them have turned into wine. So that's all I'm saying. When I was a kid, I kept asking my parents, how did Santa get in the house? Because we don't have a chimney. Yeah, and that's my dad, the other thing. And my dad was like, oh, I just let him in. We had a, you know, we had a Bud Light and everything. And I was like... <laughs> that motherfucker's mean with a lockpick. You see, my parents said that he would put his finger aside his nose. <laughs> no! No, no, no! Nicole, all she said was finger, and Nicole lost her fucking mind. Wiener, wiener, wiener. wiener. No, uh, no. My parents said that he used to put his finger aside of his nose and kind of like, like wiggle, like or on his nose, and like he would wiggle his nose, and like he could magically transport himself everywhere. That's how we. That's how he was able to get to so many houses, like in one night. So is, he he's if he can teleport, the fuck does he need the goddamn reindeer for? That was nose. my my problem because with the logic. He, because his teleport. Is, is minimal. It doesn't have a great range, so he can teleport to certain things, but he can't. Yeah, but you can you know, go from house to house to house to house to house to house to house. All the houses are right next to each other. You know how he got into Monster Zero's up. house? He jiggled his balls three times. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah. Plus, oh, speaking of um, jiggling your balls, <laughs> jiggle balls, jiggle balls, jiggle all the way. I think we have an episode title. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. Um, no, uh, Nora. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> no, Nor- Norad.com, N-O-R-A-D, I believe. Um, they track Santa every year online. Yes, they do. And, it's so and they cool. failed like, to shoot him like, down, which is why we need a stronger military. Can you just let your wife speak? God damn. Oh, my God. Yes, all the time. This is why I drink. (laughs) 
I'm not the only reason you drink. No, Look at you drawing dead it. Santa on your notebook. <laughs> That's fucked up. She's sitting there giving me shit, and she drew dead, headless... No, she drew the head of Santa, and she's putting all kinds of detail Bring in it. He's got, his, he's got his fucking tongue hanging out and X's for eyes, and she's giving me shit. <laughs> Ooh, you're too dark, but here I'm going to draw the decapitated... Fucking yo, goddamn mascot for Christmas. Oh yeah, but that's cool, right? Oh, unbelievable! Oh, Agent Nicole, you think she's so sweet and innocent, but she's not. What I was doing when you were talking? Yeah, normally you draw yourself hanging. But no. Well, she's festive. A, yeah, she's festive. Oh, <laughs> instead of a normal corpse, I just put a Santa hat on him. Oh, FYI, fun drinking game. Take a Santa hat, put it on. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Take a Santa hat, put it on the corner of your TV, the left, the top left corner of your TV. Every time someone in the screen, quote unquote, wears the hat, you have to take a drink. You put the hat in the corner, so whenever someone's standing on the left side of your screen, it looks like they're wearing the Santa hat. So every time that happens, you have to take a drink. I don't understand the point of drinking games. Like, just just drink. I know, but it's something to you know, bring the community together. Men, women, children of all ages, you know, just get them all together so they can, they can you know, drink. It's festive, you know, spike up the eggnog. And by the way, okay, I was at the store the other day oh and I saw fucking rice nog. Rice nog. What kind of shit is that? For people like me. I was going to say, what, yeah. Handsome, handsome men with sexy voices? <laughs> no, that don't drink dairy. Yeah, but... Uh, Al- almond uh, eggnog is, is especially good. Oh, that sounds really good. Yeah. Uh, See, I mean, that. you can drink whatever nut juice you want. Jeez. <laughs> It's uh, it, it goes well with the King Dong. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Wieners, dongs, balls. <sighs> now we're going to be talking about a green hairy ass soon. So, with a tiny peanut shell heart, little naked green guy. Oh my god! No, he wore a coat and shoes. Sometimes, <laughs> no, not for the entire movie. Oh, FYI, worst <laughs> cosplay. If you want to get arrested, Donald Duck. Just letting you know. Okay. Just where <laughs> are you? Are you speaking from experience? <laughs> Look at I cosplay as a shark most of the time. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Yeah, it's true. To the point where if people think that if they get eaten by sharks, it's somehow my fault. We're going to a holiday party this weekend. Are you going to be uh, wearing your shark costume? No, I actually designed my own, and I think uh, I know a couple of folks out in the listening audience will appreciate this. Uh, I will be posting pictures by the time... I thought uh, for sure you would be wearing your ugly sweater over your shark costume. Ooh, shit. That's an idea. But no, no. It would take away from the overall aesthetic because... My uh, my ugly sweater, uh, quote unquote ugly. It's not ugly. It's kind of uh, it's from one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Uh, it actually is a just a gray sweatshirt with red writing on it that says, <laughs> "Now I have a machine gun." Her, her, her. You don't even sound like that. Was it. the best stop Alan it. Rickman that no, I've got? Absolutely not. Just stop. Can we go to break now? Her, Wait, we never asked. Her, we never her. asked Johnny when he stopped believing in Santa. <laughs> the, the, this episode. The day I was born Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> there, easy. There. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was that's messed up. His name is Wolfenstein. I didn't know. He's wearing a shirt with a menorah on it that lights up. Although I'm not very religious, but <laughs> <laughs> instead right. of Elf at on a Shelf, do you do on, Mensch on a Bench? Now I gotta draw Patsy dead. Yeah. Mensch on a Bench. <laughs> yeah, that's a real thing, by the way. Mensch on a Bench is a real thing. Oh my god, I almost got my friend one. I very nearly did buy a uh, light up uh, Hanukkah sweater. Like it had like flashing like menorah lights. <laughs> I almost got that for the uh, the ugly sweater party, but yeah, decided to. Uh, just go with my uh, her, her. Okay, break her. time. Okay, break time. You got to give him a little more warning than that. Can you please send so. us a break? After these Thank messages, you. we'll be right back. Mark. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture, navigated by the Deadites. We are the world's greatest electroshock band. We destroy monsters, we drink booze, and we win championship belts. If you're not listening to Trick or Treat Radio, here's a taste of what you've been missing. There's three guarantees in life. What are they? Death, taxes, and trick-or-treat radio every Friday morning. This is one of the most convoluted movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm fucking trying, man. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. It's like you put shit on a pile of shit. But you shit on him right. for liking what he likes. Yeah, well, it's my job. This podcast is now banned in Germany. <laughs> it's me, Giovanni Lombardo Radici. Shut up. I call bullshit. I demand someone to bring me the face of Lindsay Okay. If I had genitals, I would definitely bang her. Oh, wait. Is she a great big fan person? You just hit the jackpot. This is a weird movie, huh? It had action. It had suspense. It had great characters. It had great acting. I'm going to strangle you with my jockey shorts. I don't like mobster movies. All right, well, here's my take. You're a sick fuck. Thank you. Now shut the fuck up and let me talk. Have you ever seen 2001? The okay. box, right? The box and the monkey. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and trickortreatradio.com. Arrivederci. Deuce Pat Hanks. This is Bobby Chains, Uncle Polly, from the Unchained Podcast, and you're listening to Throwdown Thursday, hashtag Team Nicole. Be there or be Arthur. And we have returned after those messages. We are right back. And uh, I just Do you wanted, remember that from Saturday morning cartoons? Yeah, and it was like the three singers and they were like claymation and sometimes they would turn around exorcist style, sometimes they would swap heads. Like it was weird. And I just wanna once again, you know, extend my thanks to Tim Nice for being the only classy member of uh, Unchained and refusing to lower himself on that uh, on that on that uh Intro and take sides. Like we are all a team here. Don't, don't be don't, a sourpuss because no one likes you. I don't think he was here that day. Oh, yeah, because he refused to take part. He's like, you know what? I'm not going to be a part of this. That's messed up. Okay, so getting into today's God. discussion, we're going to talk about the grunge. The grunge. <laughs> You're a mean one, Mister Brunch. Oh, I love brunch. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Can we go to brunch? Yes. Not right now. It's late. I don't it's fucking care. Let's, let's go to brunch. We can it's pretend it's brunch. Dark outside. It's o'clock. brunch o'clock somewhere, right? Yes. Right? I don't know. I don't know what time brunch. What time does it, like brunch? Brunch is brunch is in your heart. When like, does brunch start and lupper begin? Lupper. Lupper. 
<laughs> I thought it was Linner. Oh, I don't know. I discovered a meal between breakfast and brunch. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, second breakfast. <laughs> the Lebensies. So we're going to talk about the Grinch, and I'm going to go last. Yes, we, we're going to say we're going to save Patrick for never. You um, need to because you need to be sitting down <laughs> for this because it's going to blow your damn mind. We don't blame you if you decide to turn this off. Thank you for yeah, tuning in. You. We'll talk knowledge to you next into your week. Earballs. Um, wow. So talking about the Grinch, just to start off, I'd kind of like to give a brief history of the character. Uh, I think we pretty much all know of the Grinch. Um, it's kind of become just synonymous with, you know, uh, American Christmas time culture. But uh, the Grinch first appeared in the 1957 story, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which was written and illustrated by Dr. Seuss or Theodore Geisel, also known as Dr. Seuss. Uh, In 1966, the story was adapted into an animated television featurette of the same name, which included Borlas, Borlas, Borlas. (laughs) See, this is what happens in Crumplets. Yeah, Crumplets. uh. Um, Anyways, Boris Karlov, uh, as both the story's narrator and the voice of the Grinch, I clearly need more coffee, less wine. Uh, In 1977, Seuss wrote Halloween is Grinch Night, which served as a prequel to the 66 film. Mm -hmm. This was followed by 1982's The Grinch Grinches the Cat in the Hat. (laughs) Several episodes of the 96 Nick Jr. TV show, The Wobulous World of Dr. Seuss, which my sister used to watch uh featured the grinch in puppet form um in 2000 a live action version of the film directed by ron howard and starring jim carrey as the grinch was released i'll share my feelings about jim carrey later uh in 2006 it was turned into a musical that had a short run on broadway and as was mentioned earlier, uh, there's a rumor that in 2018 it's going to be released as an animated film with Benedict. Benedict. Oh my God. Benedict Cumberbrunch. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. We are officially the podcast that cannot get his fucking name right. Well, oh, I can. I refuse to. Bastards to, to <laughs> slurring words. Benedict. Um, you know, along with various other references throughout pop culture, um, you know, a bunch of other, uh, a lot of people, uh, not people, a lot. Of shows have spoofed the Grinch. A lot of movies make reference to it. Um, like the I Simpsons. said, pretty much, pretty much, you know, just kind of synonymous with uh, Christmas time pop culture in America. I like the 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 Simpsons one where he says, uh, <clears throat> "You're a hero, Homer J. You're as crafty as a skunk." He said, "You're a double bacon genius burger." And just a little drunk. And he was like chloroforming teddy bears. <laughs> okay. Well, I also I have a fun fact. So Benedict it's believed. Come for brunch. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't mind Benedict coming for brunch. We I should... shall have a mimosa. Stop. You just <laughs> stop. God damn it. Her, stop. Her, her. So fun fact about the Grinch. It is believed that Grinch is derived from the French word Grinchot, meaning grumpy. That's what Patrick is. <laughs> I thought I was ornery. 
<laughs> and it's funny that you should say that because that's a good segue into something that it's uh, what they call in the biz a callback. So remember that, folks. That's foreshadowing right there. For fuck's sake. Listen, you will not alienate our listeners. Can I alienate you? <laughs> Apparently not. And I can't alienate you. Okay, either. can all right. Let's go. Let's get back to. So the hey, Grinch. Yes, Grinch. Grinch. Did you? Her know- name is Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, add a little fun fact. The song "You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch" was sung by this uh, Thurl Ravenscroft. Yes, who was Tony the Tiger? Yes, there. But he wasn't originally credited. No. Uh, and so Dr. Seuss actually wrote letters in 1968 to a bunch of different advertisers and companies saying, hey, this is the guy who who sang the song. Mm-hmm. And they were like, and? I'm waiting on you. Wait, what? I'm waiting on you. You, It's your turn. To talk about what? The Grinch. That's the well, topic of today's show. Yes, I understand. Well, I don't have any more facts because the lovely... Ashes One Nightmare like took everything I had written. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's all right. Oh. And she came over for. And this is what you guys should have been rehearsing instead of rehearsing how to drink sangria. That's a very important thing to rehearse. Yes. Um. So I think we all know the story of of the mm-hmm. Grinch. Um. You know, the Grinch is living alone in his cave. Um. He has this dog named Max, who's very loyal. Uh, loyal friendly companion very as cute. dogs tend to be um you know he's kind of ostracized by who and whoville society um, uh, yes that's who <sighs> who can't... lives in the village yes they do you can't see this but i'm flipping them off she is indicating that i am number one uh, um so it's kind of understandable that the Grinch feels the way that he, he, he does. Because <laughs> what? Oh my goodness! What? I'm just sitting sorry, here I'm being really cute, sorry. and everyone's laughing at me. I'm sorry, Ashes. This is radio silence. This is not good. Are you going to get to your point? If you would let me, I'm not talking. No, you're making fucking crazy ass faces. This is oh how I God. look. <laughs> How I look. This is my face. <laughs> Does your face hurt? Because it's killing me. Oh, it's so funny. Um, so I think we, you know, like I said, I, I think we pretty much know the story. Um, you know, he's kind of a, a, a grumpy dude, and you know, the Who's are all like, "Yay, Christmas!" And he's like, "No, fuck your Christmas!" <laughs> and um, you know, uh, this little little Cindy Lou. Whatever, Who? um, you know that that's a little bit like nicer than what I was gonna call her. <laughs> little Cindy Lou, Lou what's her face? <laughs> little Cindy Lou twat, um, <laughs> comes in and, and and shows him like some some compassion, I guess. Um, she doesn't turn him in because she ain't no snitch. <laughs> hey, snitches get stitches, and he gives her um, water and a pat on the head. He's like, "Thanks for covering for me, Holmes." You know, and, and I'll shank you last. Eventually, you know, at, at the end, like his heart grows three sizes, which is just weird. Like how that how, is a serious how, medical condition. Exactly. But, and there's no Doctor Who. Oh my God! <laughs> Crossover. 
Wrong show. Wrong show. What would a Who doctor be named? He would be Doctor Fucking Who. But there was no TARDIS. I don't know. I don't know. Exterminate. Oh, Shut up. Okay, so clearly you're just itching to get to your shit. Oh my why god! Don't you tell tell everyone All about right, your so theories. This is why I'm going to bullshit. ruin everything. Ah, <clears throat> uh, uh. now the Grinch is a metaphor for the hostile invasion of Europeans during the age of imperialism. The Grinch is exiled for looking and being and acting different. Did you also think of this when you were a kid? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I did not. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't a student of history at that point. Now, what happens uh, to the Grinch? Now, to understand uh, part of the Grinch's uh, irritability is these little who bastards are constantly singing and playing their what? What are the kerfluffers and right? It's like this guy who wrote the fucking Ewok song wrote songs for these guys too. <laughs> It's like, oh, I don't remember my hit, Yub Nub. All right. Here's Yahoo Flore or whatever the fuck they say. So do you know why it is that the Who people are so loud and obnoxious and constantly making tons of noise? Are you a Who person? No. Do you want to know why? You are loud. (laughs) But do you know why? Why? Because they were nearly the victims of a genocidal event. If you watch Horton Hears a Who, what happens? Nobody believes that he heard anything, even though he's the only one with ears large enough and sensitive enough to hear one little guy talking. All the other animals are like, oh, you know, it'd be a real hoot. Let's murder everybody in this entire like civilization or this entire ecosystem. That would be great. That would show Horton because he's just crazy. So what did they do? They had to make all kinds of crazy loud noises. Now, that drove the Grinch insane. And that's why he didn't wear pants and lived alone with his dog. So, so hold up. The fact that you make loud noises <laughs> is driving me insane. <laughs> and I'm going to live alone and pantsless with my cat. Yes. Foreshadowing. Okay, continue. So, <clears throat> and... I'm glad you know, I brought some light into this the for poor, you. The poor Grinch, you know, all he wants is to be accepted, but he looks different from everyone else. And they won't let him into their society, which is racist. So all the Who's are racist. And when they finally do let him in to their society, it's on their terms. He has to do all their weird chants and songs. He has to give up Everything that makes him an individual and makes him who he is while never being completely accepted because everybody knows that he looks different. So they will never, ever make him a complete and total member of their society because they can't accept him for being different. Now go watch that that show the same way ever again in your life. Basically, you know, you can live by yourself and have your own customs and traditions or you can completely give up your your uh, your individuality and everything that makes you who you are if you want any type of social interaction, no matter how hostile it may be. And that's how desperate he is 
for any type of interaction because he knows that, you know, as much as he might love his dog, you know, the dog is not the same as, like, having a conversation with someone. And the only one who likes him is this little girl who has, like, a weird green fuzzy guy fetish. Like, that's the only person who is his friend. And that's my thoughts on the Grinch. Damn. I, I don't know what to say. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> if anybody wants to uh, rebut or dispute that. Wolf, Wolfie, you got any uh, thoughts on uh, uh, Jeffrey J. Grinchington III? Nope. <laughs> nope. That's too bad. Because um, I thought he uh, he uh, he's a tragic character. He really is. I mean, you think that's a happy ending, but I beg to differ. I don't think it's a happy ending at all. I think it's a well, very, what kind of happy ending we're talking there. Uh, like a King Dong. Okay. Like, <laughs> wiener, 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 wiener. <clears throat> Wolfie, I just uh, sent you a, a voicemail that we got. That, uh, I kind of just feel sad now. We could play. I know, right? Thank you minutes. for ruining Christmas all over again. Listen, we're not even religious. We don't res- we don't celebrate Christmas. We celebrate Xmas, the holiday made famous by the cast of Futurama. I mean, we went out. We cut down our palm tree. We barricaded <laughs> our uh, our house against uh, Robot Santa. So mm-hmm. you know, we should be we should be good. So. So anybody else have anything to add about the Grinch? No, I think you just kind of ruined everything. Thank you. <laughs> you ruined Christmas. <laughs> you, you jerk. Listen, they thank don't you, call me thank the you. angry nerd. Thank you, Patsy Buzzkill. Like, yeah. I, am, I am not Patsy the sunny dispositional nerd. God. Listen, that's why I went last, because I knew it was going to make You're everyone not sad. Patsy the happy nerd. Listen, Patsy the Angry Nerd. We didn't even get into the island of dipshit toys, okay? <laughs> no, no, don't you even go there. I will kill you. I'll kill you, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, if anyone has never, uh, if you've never watched uh, Rudolph with me, I uh, slightly changed the words of the uh, song about being misfits. So, uh, yeah, so I think think that we may uh uh yeah let's let's get into our uh our voicemail because we have a, a voicemail from a guest who is a first time listener uh, very recently and uh he left us his thoughts on the grinch and a little teaser for next week's episode as well oh and almost ready sorry I was checking something earlier, so I muted the player. So ah. let me just start that over. Yeah, okay. No problem. Here we go. Hey, Throwdown Thursday Podcast. This is Sean from the Ink Mill Shop. Just wanted to say you guys are doing a great job. Though, honestly, I don't really have much to base it off of because you are the first podcast I've listened to. I'm kind of stuck in 90s technology. So I'm kind of like, how do you podcast? But I do want to thank Ms. Rebecca for pointing me in your direction after I stalked her during the Relay for Life craft fair. We were both neighbors, and we had some very interesting conversations. From there, it kind of opened up my podcast world. 
Uh, now I listen to Talk Without Rhythm with Al Goro, um, the Unchained podcast. Oh so a lot of great <laughs> stuff that I can listen to at work, you know, because I have nothing better to do with my life. <laughs> so it seems that today you guys are talking about your favorite Christmas characters um, and the Grinch. Technically, that'll be uh, I'm going to first start off today. by saying that my favorite Christmas movie character um, is actually from Scrooge, the 1988 Bill Murray movie with Carol Kane. Um, my favorite character is actually the Ghost of Christmas Present, played by Carol Kane. She is absolutely hilarious in everything that she does, and I love her. Um, my favorite part of the movie is actually when she says... <laughs> so I don't know if that's like copyright infringement or whatever, but there you have it. I know Bill, he's cool with it. <laughs> um, so that's pretty much all I'm going to say about that for now, um, just because I'm trying to keep this somewhat short. Um, on to The Grinch. So I really liked the 2000 film with Jim Carrey, um, but of course, you know, the, the 66 version, the cartoon is always a classic, it's amazing. Not a huge Christmas person, but these are movies that I would watch during the Christmas season. Um, fun fact, though, about the original cartoon is that the Grinch was voiced by Boris Karloff, who is actually Frankenstein's monster in the uh, 1931 film. So, that you guys might appreciate that a little bit. Um, so... With the Grinch, pretty much what I want to ask is, do we think that the Grinch film is actually a Patsy the Angry Nerd origin story? <laughs> if you think about it, I mean, he's kind of salty, and he kind of, like, is angry at society, and at and the institution of Christmas. I could just kind of see this happening. Um, and then Cindy Lou Who, you know, like preying on some poor, unsuspecting younger girl, stealing all of her presents and her roast beast, of course. Oh man, that's my life story! <laughs> it's kind of some... All names and events were changed to protect the identities of those involved. So pretty much, though, from there, I'm going to let you guys discuss and kind of see where you take it. Because I'm interested to know. Because we don't know who the Grinch's parents are. We don't know where he came from. I mean, maybe he's just a mutant who? So, a mutant who kind what? of put that under your cap for a minute. <clears throat> and on to the next thing I wanted to talk about. Maybe the Grinch is actually related to Oscar the Grouch from Sesame Street. I don't know. I'm just saying the resemblance is striking. I believe they're the cousins. So just a few things for you to discuss a little bit. So I'm just asking the hard-hitting questions, you know, <laughs> about the Grinch. These are things we want to know and should be answered. Uh, well, that's all I have for now. Um, real quick, let me just put my little shameless plug in here. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to be working on a bunch of products for events coming up with the Ink Mill Shop. 
Um, if anybody's interested in any, like, horror or nerdy things like paintings or home goods, uh, they can check my stuff out at facebook.com backslash inkmillshop. Um, also, all of my links and emails are there, so especially you guys, if you want to contact me or let me know, like, please visit the shop and give me your input. Tell me what you want to see. I'm envisioning some, like, Beatrix Cadeau versus Brienne of Tarth watercolor. I mean, that could end up on, like, wall hangings for all I know. So, anyways, that's it for me. Thank you, everybody, for reaching out. Um, I'm glad I was able to do this tonight. Um, And I hope we have some future nerdy conversations together. That would be great. And as you know, I'm hashtag Team Switzerland because (laughs) I don't want any part of the wrath of an Ironborn, nor do I want to listen to the angry nerd. So (laughs) that's all I got. So you guys have a great night and awesome show. Keep it up. All that jazz. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Sean. That was wonderful. Thank, yeah, thank you so much. Um, so, as as he said, uh, he has his own shop. It's also on Etsy as well. Uh, Ink Mill Shop. Um, some great, great stuff. Like, handmade stuff. Uh, jewelry and little mm-hmm. tchotchkes and stuff. Um, I, he was currently working on this, like, corseted lace choker. And he made a black one. And I am just living for it. So, you, you, may, be, you may be getting a message. Ooh, Child, that gives me life. I know, right? Uh, you may Shout out to a, Kex. <laughs> you may be getting a message from me soon because I feel like I need to add that to my collection. And we're definitely going to link the shop uh, in the in the show yes. uh, show page because uh, he does have some really cool stuff in there. And you know, we like to uh, support support each other, support you know talented mm-hmm. and creative people, and you know we're all just we're all just trying to put positive energy out into the world. Unlike you know, well, well, not all of us. Some of us, yes, some of us who are not named Patsy the Angry Nerd are trying to put positive energy out into the world. Um, so to answer some of your questions, um, yes, the Grinch is loosely based on Patrick's life. Even though I may or may not be Cindy Lou Who, uh, Patrick does eat my food and. He makes me bullshit. You eat my food. Wow, that was a. Do you want any of this? No. Oh, can I eat half of yours? Yeah, sure. You know, I didn't want to eat today. Oh, you. I already drank my coffee. Can I also drink your coffee too? I don't really like iced coffee. You're gonna get get some more coal in your stock. I saved you some of your coffee. I saved you some of your food. Okay, wait, 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 wait. We've been over this. The stipulations of our marriage are what's yours is mine and like what's mine dad. is mine. Yeah, happy, we went over this earlier. Happy wife, happy life. Exactly. Yeah. She um, said half of your stuff is mine. I said, all right. Now I'm like less in debt because you just took half of it. Anyways, so let's get back to Sean's question. So, yes, the Grinch is based on Patrick's life. Or whatever. When um, I was just a naive child and the world was my oyster and I was much happier. But he did bring up the um, film. And I know, Ashes, you are not happy about <laughs> Mr. Jim Jim she Carrey. She loves Jim Carrey. I, the intensity of a billion sons. The, is, oh, this, is like Grinch like Mask 2? Because he's still wearing Grinch. He wasn't in Mask 2. 
Okay, anyways. I just, I just, I strongly, I just don't like Jim Carrey. I <laughs> feel like he's trying too hard. The only film I actually like of, of his is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. But to be That's fair, you one. haven't seen the number 23. No, I, th- this is true. I have not seen that movie. Um, or God Almighty. Oh my fucking God, that movie is funny. What? God Almighty. Do you mean Bruce Almighty? Bruce Almighty, yeah. I, I, I've he's, seen. he's God I've seen Bruce Almighty. Oh, okay. That's, I that's, thought it was funny. That's not, it's not Young bad. Steve Carell? I think Steve Carell right. definitely makes it. But anyways, getting back to the Grinch movie, um, I, I have seen it. I saw it once. I didn't like it. I haven't watched it since. I got to see it in theater. Like, our class got... Like, I was in a special class, and we were... We got to see either Harry Potter or the Grinch, and I really wanted to see Harry Potter, but everybody wanted to You see saw it. the Harry Grinch. Anyways, um... <laughs> I hate you so much sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't mind it, but I do enjoy the classic 1966. um, You only like it because that's the same year the Batman movie came out. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Stop. You're really creeping me out. <laughs> and with and your I, face. I, I really believe that Oscar the Grouch and the Grinch are cousins. Yeah. They have the it's, same hands. It's in the eyebrows. It really yeah. is. Those are some fierce eyebrows. Hmm. That's what my eyebrows used to look like. That's what Patrick's eyebrows look like now. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. Accurate. So I think uh, what we should what we should do is we should take a uh, break. Let's go on a break. Yeah. Thanks for jumping all over my sentence. Let's go to break. Wow. She just like calls you by your last. That's like so disrespectful. Yo, producing guy. Yo, do this because I'm the boss in charge of doing stuff. Because we need to go to a break so you can shut up and we can have a, a moment of silence. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I know, that's true. <laughs> Wolfie, could you please send us to break? Do you love a scary story? Do you love to dance? The Big Scary Monster Hunts at Midnight is a collection of dark songs about sex, love, death, revenge, and the end of the world. Agent Nicole is a pain in the ass In addition to being ironborn What is that face you're making? My throat hurts And go fuck off (laughs) (laughs) So mean to me Oh my god, I'm mean to you Shut up No, you shut up Everybody hates you yeah, but that's not mean. That's, it. that's messed up. You protect the realm with that mouth? 
<laughs> yes, I do. She gets shit done with that mouth. So, oh, Jesus. Uh, she's about to spew out her king dong. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Now, we already put in a full day of work together. And every time something goes wrong, I blame Nicole for it. As always. I'm going to start paging you, and then tell. Then when you call me, ask you why you're calling me. I'm just not going to answer. I'm not going to call you anymore. Oh, then I'll just be like, oh, I don't know what. I'm trying to get this stuff done, but Nicole won't answer my pages. I don't know. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring this down. <laughs> It's about time to wrap things up. And we're going to wrap them up all sexy like. Like a sexy. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't keep a straight face. (laughs) Wrap them up. You do not have a future as a 1 900 girl. I'm going to tell you that much right now. Sexy Christmas party. Unwrap your presents. Call me the Grinch, baby. Call me the Grinch. I'm going to fill your stocking with my king dong. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Nicole. She's having like some sort of like mid-early life crisis. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So now is the time on Sprocket's Venve Dance. Um... (laughs) Christ. You're just waiting for her to put put the the bottle up. <laughs> She's gonna end up like drowning on like taking a drink of water. Why are you holding your nose? I don't understand. Oh, Can we just go? It's like the time home. you met Jason Momoa. <laughs> Can we not talk about that? I always imagine Jason Momoa would talk like Johnny Bravo. Like that video where he's throwing the ads like, Hey, baby, want to see me do this? And then through that. No? (laughs) I'm the only one, apparently. Um, Do you have a science fact? (laughs) Well, I I do my science. Oh, you want me to do my science fact first? Yeah, so we don't have to hear you talk. All right. So, uh, according to science... uh, Smoking marijuana lowers your body temperature. So the next time someone asks you, oh, you smoke pot, you think that's cool? You can say yes, because science. Because it literally does. That's the one you thought of on the toilet? That's the one I thought of, yep. That's the one I came up with when I was downstairs. I was like, ooh, that's a good science fact. I'm going to talk about that. Hashtag Slagoth. And you know what, though? That is that is relevant because when this episode drops, it is the day. After. Yes. No, it's the day that the you day. can. The 15th. Yep. Yep. It is officially legal. Officially legal here in Massachusetts. Yep. If you got Legalized for recreational use. That was question number four on the ballot. This, yeah. uh, Sit back, this. hit a joint, and So I figured that would be an appropriate. So if you want to be cool. Smoke pot. You want to get high? Literally, it will make You're you cool. You're a towel. 
have no idea what's going on. So, oh, you dragged washcloth into this. So I think it's time to leaf through the files. Oh, it's my okay. Of the agent Nicole file files cabinet files cabinet files. They're in alphabetical order by number. Really? That's right. Okay. Anyways. Oh. I was stalling, waiting for the music. <laughs> Barnacle. Agent James Cole. I got thrown off because we haven't done the music. Oh, we, got, we got to do the thong dance. She is, uh, she is definitely shaken, not stirred. I was, I was thrown off because we didn't play last time this song. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so for today's Agent Nicole Files... Um, we're going to talk about a new comic that just came out uh, called Firebrand. It's, it came out from Legendary Comics, like Legendary, the um, film company. It's called Firebrand, the initiation of Natalie Persano. It's a sci-fi supernatural comic, and it's by Nerdist own Jessica Chobot, Eric, Erica Lewis, and Claudia Schiffer. Be <laughs> a douche. Um, Augury, I think that's how to say her last name. Shipper. So it's just three badass women writing about a badass woman. Now, is this the comic that you tweeted? Yes. So I got to read like the first three issues because they had released it. And if anyone knows me, I have a huge fangirl crush on Jessica Chobot. If you don't know who she is, well, get your facts straight. She's part Chobani, part robot. No. Uh, Jessica Chobot uh, is the host of Nerdist News. Uh, she's also the host of the podcast Bizarre States. And so I sent out a tweet to them and I was saying, hey, the comic is beautiful. It's wonderful. It's nice. And she sent me a tweet back saying thanks and thanks for the support. And I just lost my shit. She was freaking out at work. Yeah, she was. It was adorable. It just because it was just like I didn't. Th- I wasn't expecting. I was like, oh, she'd probably be like, oh, this stupid fangirl, whatever. But it was just really nice to get a, you know, hey, thanks for you know, being awesome. So, yeah. So definitely take a look. It's all, it's free online. I will post a link and just keep an eye out. It's really good. And that's it. Mic drop. <laughs> don't don't drop the mics. They're expensive. Support support the ladies. Yes, support, support the ladies. ladies. And it's just nice to see more female writers out in the comic book world because you know what? Females are badass. And that is it. And I'm going to talk and I'm going to send this segment over to the awesome badass lady next to me. Do you have something about wine? I well, I always have something about wine. <coughs> um so Oh, I thought you were always whining about something. <laughs> waka waka I'll be here all week um so yeah so why don't we take a trip over to the Von Nightmare Vineyards um I don't know I, you don't have theme music so I'm doing the theme song like it's like traveling music please stop so you're not funny Says the girl who spent half the half the show laughing and spewing water all over the place. Ashes, can you please go? 
go. Sorry. So, yes, I, I, I'm trying to. Um, so I'm going to do something a little bit different this week. Um, uh, instead of a wine recommendation, I'm <laughs> going to give you a recipe. Uh, f- it's for my Jolly Holiday Spiced Sangria. It's inspired by my favorite tea. Um, I love orange peel with cinnamon spice. It's absolutely delicious, and I thought, huh, I wonder what I can do with this. So, get out your pens and paper, boys and girls, and jot this down. I will also be posting this recipe in the Throwdown Thursday page. So, you know, you you can do that as well. You will need one cup of cranberries, one large navel orange, Two cups of cranberry juice, one and a half liters of red Moscato. Now, that's you, uh, two bottles. I believe that's the equivalent of two bottles or one of the larger, bigger, I call them Ashley sized bottles of, of wine. Um, now, I say red Moscato. I actually used Riunite's Lambruso, um, and it came out really, really good. Um, you will also need a third of a cup of spiced rum. Uh, don't get the cheap stuff. Like, really, you know, invest in yourself. Get Why something. don't you tell the folks what kind we used or you used for this one? Well, I here. used uh, 20 votes from... Uh, South, uh, Hollow, yeah, South, yeah, South Hollow, Hollow, South Hollow Spirits. South Hollow Spirits. Um, in from, Yes. I'm so glad you asked me to tell people and then you talked over me. Well, it's my rum. It's my part of the show. Shut your face. Um, okay, so you need a third of a cup of the spiced rum and two cinnamon sticks. What you are going to do is you're going to add your cup of cranberries, your large navel orange. Obviously, don't add the whole orange. You know, peel it and break it up into segments and put it at the bottom of your... I used a pitcher, um, and that seemed to work pretty pretty well. Um, so you take your cup of cranberries, your large navel orange segments, your two cups of cranberry juice, and your third of a cup of spiced rum. You put that in your pitcher. You kind of stir it together kind of muddle down um, the kind of mush, the, the cranberries and the orange segments a little bit. You just kind of let that set for a few minutes and then you add your two cinnamon sticks and your one and a half liters of red Moscato or any type of carbonated red uh, red wine. Like I said, I used uh, Lambrusso um, and let it chill for at least a half hour. It tastes better if you let it set overnight and it's just <laughs> it's so good. That's what Nicole drank before she came here. That's what gave her the giggles today. Um, it's really good. It has like this just enough bite to it. Uh, it's smooth. It complements a lot of the you know, spicy Christmas baking that's going on right now. You know, your coffee cakes and your uh, gingerbreads and cinnamon clusters and stuff. So, um, like I said, I'm going to be posting the recipe on the Throwdown Thursday Facebook page. And uh, if you decide to try it, let me know how it comes out. You know, feel free to tweak the recipe to your liking. Do you want to say something there, Agent Nicole? It's delicious, so definitely make it. Yeah, she's still hammered 
from like I don't know when was it like a couple hours ago you had that yeah she's still been affected she's under the spell of sangria which is not to be confused with the uh, sublime song okay so mm-hmm. queso god damn it Patrick now I want queso so next week's show, we are going to talk about favorite Christmas or holiday characters. And what else are we going to talk about next week? Well, we have some feedback that we need to get to as well. Oh, I was not aware that we had more feedback. No, no, next week. Oh, yes, next week. We yeah, have. we got some feedback from some folks. Awesome. So so we will uh, we'll get to that. And uh, I think it's going to be uh, a fun time because... I have a four-way tie for one of mine, and it's not Fraggles. That's if you live. No, no, no. We <laughs> okay. So he told me last <laughs> night that he he was no, like, was oh, tonight. was it? Uh, you you told me at it was some earlier point. today at work. Okay, whatever. I, I forget the time. Anyways, he told me that he had a four-way tie for his number one uh, spot on his Christmas one. favorite list or whatever. Okay, whatever fucking spot it was, he told me he had a four-way tie, and I was like, oh, the Fraggles, and then I. Because I totally forgot that there are five fraggles, not four. Okay, you know, when I started telling the story, it was going to be a funny story. And you just suck the fun out of it. You're a fun sucker. <laughs> He's a buzzkill. <laughs> I think it's a Okay, so time. before Patrick can suck any more fun out of this episode, we should bring it to a close. Thanks yes. for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening to us. Yeah, I think it's if about time still that we, uh, to us. we get going. And, uh, and we will... Uh, See you, See you next, next Thursday. Thursday. We love you. <laughs>